his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Senator Blake, thanks for being here. Glad to talk with you, Frank. Last time I talked to you, you were uh, coming to Troop to honor veterans for a, an event I had, and I was grateful you did a great job, sir. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> you know, I don't mean to make you responsible for the sins of the world here, but do you have any any concept of what's going on with these stormwater fees? I do. Um, I'm going to do the best I can to give you some context and some background and some history. I think you have to keep in mind that the issue about which we're speaking goes all the way back to the 1980s, literally 1983. Uh, when Pennsylvania's Governor Dick Thornburg at that time, along with the governors of Maryland and Virginia and the District of Columbia, um, signed on to an agreement. Senator, I'm going to I'm going to interrupt you. Your phone sure. your phone is breaking up. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to see if we can't clear that up a I'm, little bit. I'm sorry. Let me there, do it this way. There you go. You're perfect now. Start again if you would. So this this is a story that uh, really begins back in the 1980s. Um, there was a, a clear understanding of the degradation uh, of the Chesapeake Bay, but really the degradation of, of water really across the Commonwealth. And, and it's important to keep in mind that this, the origin of this, uh, in terms of trying to come up with a solution set that would deal with the improvement in water quality, both um, in the bay itself, but also really in, in the watersheds that feed the bay, uh, which includes the Lackawanna River and the Susquehanna River. Um, the, the whole idea was that um, we needed to get a handle on this. And, and eventually, the, even the headwater states of Delaware, New York, and West Virginia joined uh, that same compact uh, in, in the year 2000. The thing about this is that we're approaching deadlines that were set. And, and too little has been done in order to guarantee um, the pollution, um, the, the mitigation of pollution in our waterways. And, and you know, at the end of the day, um, if, if we're not compliant, if, if municipalities don't do what's necessary, and then, by the way, we're all in this together. The federal government has a responsibility to help fund some of this. The state government has a responsibility to fund some of this. And the local governments have some responsibility. It can't be just one level of government managing. It has to be all, you know, everybody on deck. The reality of, of this is that uh, there's been built development across the Commonwealth in these watersheds. Uh, it's created a tremendous amount of impervious um, ground cover. And what I mean by that is, you know, big, big, you know, retail areas with paving and the sheets and the Walmarts of the world. Um, these these folks are actually in in the business of trying to correct the, the pollution that is caused by the lack of uh, the ability of, of water to get through the groundwater and, and clean itself before it gets into our rivers. So we actually are under a compliance obligation. Um, it was it was basically an agreement between states. It's not like somebody wrote a federal law and said this is what you have to do. This was an agreement between states, knowing that we're all in this together, and it was going to be all everybody on deck to try to correct it to mitigate the pollution. And it's not only about the bay; it's about the Lackawanna River and the Susquehanna River and the water quality right at our doorstep. So again, the whole idea here is that in I think it was in 2017 when. It might have been earlier than that. It might have been 2015 when state government actually authorized local governments to establish separate stormwater management authorities. It's, it's an optional thing. It's not a mandate. Um, but the best way 
to take on this enormous challenge that we have. It's a statewide challenge, certainly a regional challenge, but the best way to take it on is to spread the cost over the most amount of people that you possibly can in order to mitigate the cost on any individual ratepayer. And and so that's that's really what what the Wyoming Valley Sanitary uh, Authority did. I think it should be commended. They got some like 33 communities to to step on board, and in doing so, 70% of the cost for this mitigation of pollution. 70% of these costs are being borne by big businesses that have a lot of impervious material. Uh, and even the nonprofits can't get out from under it. The Wilkes Universities of the World or, or the King's Universities of the World, they're, even they are paying uh, a share. And, and, they, and as such, we've, I think that that plan has really mitigated um, what could have been a much higher cost on residential homeowners. Well, I think you answered one, one of the questions I was thinking about, and that mm-hmm. is, like, when Wyoming Valley did this, like, why now and why? And you said that it's because we're coming up on deadlines, which yep. makes me think that, I mean, I called Lackawanna River Basin, and they said anything they're doing is not imminent, but they will have to do it ultimately. Uh, but you seem to be suggesting that everybody is going to get hit with this at some point. Well, if, let me put it to you this way. We are already getting hit with it. There have already been fines levied by the EPA for noncompliance. Um, I think you can take a look in, in, in some media uh, coverage from Lebanon County, Wilkes-Barre, uh, Kingston, and others. Uh, noncompliance has its costs, and so does a clean environment have costs. So the reality of it is that there's no way around this. It's already been kind of made necessary by the compact. It's been made necessary to be administered by the EPA at the federal level, DEP at the state level. Both of those regulatory authorities can levy fines for noncompliance, and they could be significant. Um, and that's the reason, you know, this is a, there's a sense of urgency on, on trying, to, trying yeah. to, get, to try to get into compliance. Yeah. My, my hope, I only have one community in Lackawanna County that has completely separated its stormwater from its sewage treatment. Only one out of the 40 communities in the county that I represented, only Dixon City had, had the foresight. And they used federal money, and they used state money, and they used local ratepayer money in order to do that. So they're, they're in compliance. But the other 39 communities that I represent in Lackawanna County are not. And I wish and hope that this year, 2019, we can convene local government officials to try to find a regional and watershed approach to this, to this problem. I know the city of Scranton is already doing an analysis on what they face as a city, but I really think this has to be managed regionally uh, for all the reasons I mentioned before to mitigate the costs on residential owners. Yeah, we had heard that the city of Scranton is already doing aerial photography to get the impervious areas covered. Mm -hmm. Now, when you talk about the businesses, Wyoming Valley Sanitary Authority has not sent out the commercial bills yet. People are saying, well, this is hitting me in my pocketbook. And then if they're going to, you know, slap a bill on Wilkes University or King's or Sheets or Wegmans, Mm -hmm. they're going to wind up passing the cost on to us. So we're going to get hit a couple of times. So this could be an expensive proposition. And with all that said, what portion of it is covered by the state, by the taxes we already pay? I think in the end, it's going to be the subsidies that are needed to actually build out the infrastructure. So that means increasing um, the capture of stormwater, increasing the uh, uh, separation of stormwater from sewer lines. We have we have obsolete legacy systems that you know weren't thinking about this when they were being built. So now now we've got this legacy problem of obsolete infrastructure, which is po- literally polluting our our rivers. Senator uh, Mark yeah. Davis is here from the newsroom. He's got some uh, breaking news information for sure. The Wyoming Valley Sanitary Authority has just held a news conference to announce they have hired a local law firm to explore legal options that could reduce or eliminate it, eliminate the new controversy 
controversial stormwater fee in 32 municipalities. The representatives say they can't provide specifics on what action may be pursued and say they do not know if residential customers who have already received their stormwater bills will still be required to pay them at this time. The announcement stemmed from the authority board's closed-door meeting today when authority members decided to retain a Kingston-based law firm. They said the law firm will look at every option to lessen the burden on stormwater fee payers, but cannot speculate on what the possibilities are since they've just been retained. Wow, very well timed. <laughs> yeah, so let wow, me be clear. That right. it's, it's, this isn't so a result. I wanted to get this to you. I just yeah. learned of this, and this is huge news, and it started right here when we broke the story last week. Thank you, Mark. Go ahead, Senator. What were you saying? I, again, this is this is them taking action in order to try to mitigate the impacts of the, of the levy not not the result of legal action against the authority. No, that that's right. And, 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 you know, the point is people are, you know, there was 150 people at Jackson Township last night, and they, they, they feel like this came out of nowhere, which is one of the reasons why I called you, because, you know, Lackawanna County is going to get, well, you said they already are in some cases, but people mm-hmm. are going to get these bills, and I just wanted to know that it's coming their way and that, you know, you're aware of it and you're working on it. Yeah, well, again, I think that the issue here is, people need to know what it is that they're being asked to pay for. And it really amounts to water quality. Um, and we all are in this together um, as Americans. I think that there was an understanding back in the 80s and, and uh, in years since, um, you know, that, that we have an obligation to guarantee kids can swim in clean water and that we could have people fishing and, and outdoor enthusiasts enjoying these assets. And, and we happen to be right smack dab in the watershed, the Lackawanna River and the Susquehanna River happen to be right smack dab in the, in the heart of the watershed that feeds that bay. So it's about water quality here, but it's ultimately water quality across the entire watershed. And, and, and just a, a last couple of points here. Binghamton has been dumping millions and millions, hundreds of millions of gallons of untreated waste into the Susquehanna. And when, we, when, when a reporter from the Times later went up to find out, you know, if they're paying stormwater fees up mm-hmm. there, they found out that the entire stormwater fee is covered by the, the, uh, the, the state of New York. It comes out of Albany. And, and, you know, people were saying, well, then why isn't Harrisburg paying it so we don't have to pay it at all? Well, again, the, the way we're paying for it is actually through PennVest and through other, through other means. And the, even the federal government, the USDA, provides money in for rural areas to do the infrastructure necessary for compliance. In order to, if, listen, if you're asking me, if I, would, I, would I like to go down to Harrisburg and, and tell Governor Wolf and the Republican majority in Harrisburg to put money in this budget to help mitigate these fees on the people I represent? Sure. But... I'm telling you that in a, in a tight budget cycle when we're a billion dollars, you know, in deficit, um, getting, getting anybody down there uh, in, the, in the majority caucuses of both chambers to, uh, to decide to do some favorable tax policy that would mitigate local tax obligations uh, is very, very, it's a tough bar. It's a very tough bar. It's the same thing with schools. You know, if we funded schools at a higher level, property taxes locally would not be going up. Um, so it's, 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 it's an analogy uh, that I'm trying to make here that if, if the state is going to step up and do this, I would be only too happy to try to mitigate the burden on the people I represent. I just don't know that I can get the will of the people in the majority in, in Harrisburg to jump on board with that obligation. Senator Blake, thanks for taking time out of a busy day. Uh, you have a good weekend. Thanks, Frank. You okay. too. My pleasure. Bye-bye. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. 
Penfield's got great rates for everyone.